Happening now, it's a loud and busy afternoon commute through Toronto. The city's first pothole blitz of the year is underway. Our Carling Donahue has what you need to know. This sunny Saturday marks the first pothole blitz of the 2022 season. Mark Mills is the manager of road operations for the City of Toronto and says today, crews are striving to repair a ton of those pesky holes. We should have thousands of potholes filled today with 45 crews, about 120 staff. So this means if your Saturday commute includes roads throughout Toronto, you have a good chance of running into some delays, so make sure to plan accordingly. Mark says drivers should also be planning to make lane changes and drive a bit slower than usual to ensure those working on these highways remain safe. We will be working in all of our classifications of roadway today, including the DVP and the Gardener. If you see our crews, please slow down, give them time and space. Today's blitz got started at 6 a.m. and is going to run until 6 o'clock tonight. The city says it's already fixed more than 50,000 potholes since the beginning of the year, but if they've missed any, you can report them at 311. Carling Donahue, City News. Ontario police are cracking down on dangerous drivers in the province. According to a new rule that kicked in yesterday, anyone who's convicted of stunt driving in Ontario is going to be required to take a driver's improvement course approved by the government. There's a select list of companies that have been chosen to administer this course, which must be completed within 60 days of the conviction. And if you refuse to take the course, the Ministry of Transportation says the police are automatically going to take away your license. The threshold for stunt driving in municipal streets in Ontario was recently changed to four. 40 kilometers over the speed limit. A man has been charged following a fatal stabbing in Ajax Friday afternoon. Durham police say two people were found with life-threatening injuries at home on Bulls Drive yesterday. An 18-year-old later died in hospital. A female victim is now in stable condition. A 22-year-old man was arrested on scene and is now accused of second-degree murder, attempted murder, and aggravated assault. Officers say it's an isolated incident and there is no concern for public safety. This is City News. It was a cold start to the month of April, but it's warmer and seasonal to start the weekend today. Our Cara Lamb says it's a good one to be outside. It is a bright and beautiful start to the weekend all across the GTA. Enjoy this nice sunny weather with calm winds. It's a perfect day to run errands without any weather worries or go for a run or a walk or just to be outside as we head up to a guaranteed high of 7 degrees. And then temps are going to dip overnight. We may wake up to a dusting of snow in the morning and things will warm back up after to around 5 degrees. Happening now in Etobicoke, more than 900 full-time workers at Metro's Warehouse Distribution Center have begun strike action after voting to reject a tentative agreement with the company. Unifor Assistant National President Chris McDonald says members have opted to turn down the tentative agreement that was offered. The bargaining committee ready to resume negotiations in the hope of bringing the strike to a speedy end. The Unifor Local 414 members have been without a contract since October of 2021. The Metro Distribution Center in Etobicoke supplies Metro and Food Basics grocery stores across southern Ontario along the Kingston to Windsor Corridor. The invasion of Ukraine. Ukrainian officials say that the death toll from a Russian airstrike on a government building in the Ukrainian port city of Mykolaiv has rise, risen to over 30. Rescuers search through the rubble, navigating through big chunks of concrete sticking out from the ground. The blocks once formed part of a nine-storey building which housed the office of the regional governor, Vitaly Kim. Emergency workers scramble as they find a body in the wreckage. It takes four men to carry the dead victim in a hammock-like stretcher as his legs dangle out from the front. 
Mykolaiv, a strategically important city en route to Ukraine's largest port of Odessa, has withstood weeks of shelling by Russian forces. I'm Karen Chamas. The American Red Cross is increasing its efforts to help those trying to escape Ukraine to get out of the region. ABC's Karina Mitchell with more. The Red Cross says it is trying again on Saturday to help people escape from the besieged Ukrainian city of Mariupol. The group says it wasn't able to reach the city on Friday. That as Russian-backed soldiers attack the city with grenade launchers. Elsewhere, Ukrainian forces are making progress. They were able to recapture Irpin from the Russian military, but much of the city is destroyed. Meantime, the Kremlin has accused Ukrainian forces of attacking a fuel depot on Russian soil. Those claims have not been independently verified. If confirmed, it would be the war's first known attack in which a Ukrainian aircraft penetrated Russian airspace. A man in his 80s has been taken to a trauma center after a vehicle rollover in Etobicoke. Two others were in hospital with minor injuries. Constable Laura Brabant says that they responded to a call a little after noon today. At 12.09 this afternoon, police responded to the area of Lloyd Manor Road and Eglinton Avenue West for reports of a vehicle rollover. Police are asking anyone with information to contact traffic services. There are still road closures in this area. And Muslims across the world are beginning to celebrate Ramadan. Mosques across Ontario are hosting prayers at full capacity during this holy month of Ramadan. A member of the mosque committee at the Mecca Islamic Centre in Toronto expects the next few weeks to be fulfilling as Muslims gather to pray and eat together. Mayor John Tory took to Twitter to wish those celebrating a blessed, joyful and spiritual month. The month of Ramadan is such a treasured time of collective gathering among friends and family, fasting alongside one another during the day and ending the day together with iftar. After two years of virtual and adapted celebrations, some of which I've been part of myself, I know that residents are overjoyed to reunite and be together during this cherished month. Ari Urbinovich, City News.